Hi, everybody. This is Kimberly. And this is Katie. And you're listening to A Date with Dateline. This episode is called One Moment, which I just started singing to Katie. <laughs> I, is it a real song, though? Is it like one moment in time? Is that it? Yeah. It's very close to God, that. God, I can't sing. I have, I'm so, I know, I'm not tone deaf because I know I sound awful. It's the Olympic song. It, it's the song, it was the song for the Olympic in the 80s. Give me one moment, moment in time, time when I'm more than I thought I could be. That oh, that's one. actually like applicable very, yeah. to the, to the Olympics. That's. I like it's a stirring song. It builds to it, the end, which is sad because the it's song like that let I, the river run. It's it is let, a little bit. <laughs> okay, so this episode was October twentieth, two thousand seventeen, season twenty six, episode four, hosted by Mr. Mankowitz. Woohoo! Yay, Mankey! Um, it takes place in L.A. This girl named Crystal Taylor. What? It, what do you have to say? I'm just saying, thank God, we'll just put it out there early, that Mank did not come to L.A. He was not on location in this episode because I would have been furious. Yeah, but then we would have had to go to Hawthorne. I would have gone to Hawthorne and taken pictures and you could have stayed home. I would have stayed in the car. I could have. Oh, my gosh. Worst. I would have had to promise you something. Be like, like I'm you'll not get a getting treat. out. We're going to go to Steak and Shake if we go. <laughs> I don't know why I said oh, steak, and steak and shake. What is that? I don't know. I don't know. I saw the other day they had tiny milkshakes somewhere, and I got really excited. That's okay. sad. Yeah, it's a Hawthorne, which is apparently filled with gangbangers, which is apparently a phrase that we're using now, even though I thought that went out of style with my parents saying it. I was a little shocked. I didn't know if it was okay to say it. I thought it might be very politically incorrect. I thought gangbanger was a slang. I thought it was something, honestly, like an old person would say. Those gangbangers. And you're like, yeah. mom, just because he has a leather jacket doesn't mean it's the Fonz. <laughs> I feel like people thought the Fonz was a gangbanger. If someone has one tattoo, they're yeah. a gang. They're gang, a gangbanger. Gangbanger. Yeah. But they said gangbanger every five it's, seconds. It's not gang, gang member. It's not gang member. I would have gang said gang member. Too nice. Gang affiliated, I would have said, to be totally PC. (laughs) You're very PC. So this episode is about this girl named Crystal Taylor, who had a really, really close family. She has two sisters and her mom and a niece who's their same age because they've all had kids really The niece looked exactly the same age as the two sisters. Well, I couldn't figure out who the niece was for a while. Yeah. I was like, you've got Monica and Michelle, who are the sisters. Niece was in the middle, looked exactly the same age. This was so. a bummer episode for Fashion Police. Really it's bummer. Kind of a, they all bummer. looked great. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. I loved everyone in this episode except for one person who I tremendously did not like. Yeah, I, ha- I bet it's the same. Okay, yeah. go ahead. Crystal, who they sometimes call Christ- Christy? Yeah, Christy. Christy, okay. So Crystal had a baby at 17, but apparently they all did. And they all were able to finish school and get jobs and raise their kids. Um, one day... Crystal is shot in her apartment complex where she lives when she's going to work early in the morning. So Crystal was shot in the head and it wasn't a robbery. It wasn't sexual assault. Her sisters and their mother, who's called Momo and is very sick, they're all just beyond devastated. Her ten, her son is 10 at this point, 10 years old. He is just adorable and is devastated as well. Crystal had a boyfriend named Dino, and she had the 10-year-old's son's father, who was still... The son a, is Javante. Who was still around, but she had had to take him to court for child support, so he wasn't happy with her. This detective, Robbie Williams... So Robbie Williams? It was Robbie Williams. Wait, like the singer? Yeah, like the singer. Crystal's co-workers tell Detective Williams that she was five months pregnant when she was killed. And the father is this guy named Derek, who apparently did not want her to have the baby. She had only been with Derek for like a month or two. It was like a fling. And then she broke up with him and then got with this guy Dino and then found out she was pregnant, I'm guessing is what happened. So Detective Williams takes one of the co-workers to the park near their work where Crystal had first met Derek. This is still the day of the... Did you find that weird? 
Well, I'm sure you did too. What did you find weird about it? Do you go and hang out in parks? You walk your dog in a park. A lot of people who work in industrial complexes, business centers, it's like oh, an office park. So they go and eat their lunch in the park. Yes. Then I feel like they needed to explain that because otherwise, why are you going and hanging out in Anderson Park without a dog? Well, I think people in that workplace probably utilized it as more of an office park. Okay. Like get some fresh air. You know? I think that that might be the difficulty that maybe I'm there's a food that, truck that maybe there's food trucks that sell food at lunch. I'm sure there is, and also I think I just don't go outside enough. Yeah, yeah. That's I didn't see. I didn't find it weird. Okay, but you don't go outside. I never go outside, but I aspire to, and I admire people who do, and so I you, feel like I should more. You visualize yourself hanging out in Anderson Park, just totally. reading a book. Reading a book, like I'm in You've Got Mail, and I'm just, or I'm like typing on my laptop. I still feel like it's funny that you would find a man in a park. You would find a boyfriend just hanging out in the park. But I, I guess it makes sense that they're working in offices, and then they're going to the park, and they met at lunch. There that you makes go. makes sense to me. They didn't make it sound like that, unfortunately, in the episode, so I had a lot of question marks written. Gotcha. Down. I understand. So... They go to the park, and this is the day of the murder, and he takes one of the coworkers to the park because they can't find Derek at the workplace. So they see Derek's car at the park. The friend does. She's like, that's Derek's car. The license plate says, my whip. Yeah, yeah. This is where I had a big problem. So I remember from a few months ago, but I had totally blocked it out, that when Josh Mankiewicz says the word whip, he does... The family guy, whip. I had only noticed it when he would say what or when, but this was actually the word whip. Whip. Cool whip. And I can't. I love you so much, Mankey, but this was very bothersome to me. His license plate said, my whip. And I, I thank God I persevered and made it through the episode after that. Thank God they didn't say it a lot. No, thank they God. They said it yeah. twice pretty much in the whole episode. Yes. You got lucky. I got I was real for you. lucky. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this could have all been over for me. Yeah, we and could have just not done this week. So Derek is interrogated and he's a smooth talker. He even at one point kind of laughs when they're asking him if he was the father of the baby. Did you hear that? He kind of, he does this like dumb joke and then laughs. This baby that you're laughing about if you're maybe the father of was just murdered. Yeah, surprise. So Crystal's 10-year-old's father, Javante's father, has an alibi, Kenneth. And so does her current boyfriend, Dino. One of the sisters saw this dude loitering at the apartment complex the day before, and something inside of her told her to remember his face, which was really impressive, I thought. So she kind of froze in on what his face looked like and then went about her day. Just really smart. Really smart instincts. And then there was this young girl who saw someone running away after the gunshots. And so she has a forensic artist draw up this picture and it totally matches the guy that the sister saw the day before. Now, it doesn't match Derek or the 10-year-old's father or the current boyfriend, but it's at least something and it matches what the sister saw. So the sisters are so awesome. They're us but cooler. They watch a lot of cold case and criminal shows and they totally go on the prowl. They have a sketch of the dude and they canvass the neighborhood. I want to see more of this. We barely got any. I want them. I, I want a spinoff show. I think because it was 10 years ago. So we I didn't know. Get, but I want to see a reenactment. I would have loved to have yes. seen them walking down the street. Yes, in slow-mo with music playing. Yeah, with satchels filled with pamphlets that are yes. like, have you seen this man? Yeah. Yes. Like that. And a theme song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're Cagney and Lacey or something. Maybe yeah. the disco theme song. Waka chicka, waka chicka, waka chicka. Yes. That would have been fun. Okay. They're just awesome. So they get actually get somewhere with their investigatory skills. They get a tip that that dude in the sketch looks like this gangbanger named C. Styles. Mankiewicz is like, what are you thinking? He's a killer and a gangbanger? And then that's when they really just start saying gangbanger so much. So many times. They don't let up. No. They never once say gang member. No. Gangbanger. And they say C. Styles 800 times in the episode. They love saying C. Styles. So... 
the Detective Williams looks into it for them. Turns out there's a C-Styles and a low C-Styles, which I am so fascinated by the nicknaming process of gang members. How does that work? Is C stand for cash? So like cash money would be C money. So cash styles. Maybe. I feel like I should have looked this up. Yeah. I know a C money, but his name is Chris. That's where the C comes from. But isn't C money also traditionally cash Cash? money? Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Or a C note. Yeah. That makes sense. But I could be. So who's low C styles? Short. Shorty. Shorty C styles. Maybe. short. He's a short dude. But that's what I was wondering. Like, do they know each other? And they gave one guy C-Styles, and then they gave the other guy low C-Styles? Or is he from a totally different gang, and it just happens to have a similar nickname? Aren't there kind of parent-type relationships in gangs where you have, like, a guy that's your mentor? So this would be the low C-Styles. Like a big sis, little sis type situation. In the gang community. Yeah. yeah, Like in school, where they have the senior buddy and your (laughs) junior buddy. Yeah. Like a peer helper. Yeah, yes. I think exactly that's what's right. happening. We figured it out. C- we could be detectives. Yeah. So <laughs> C Styles is this dude that happens to hang out at the park where Crystal met Derek. So that's how the detective kind of puts him into this whole circle. It all revolves around this park that you don't believe exists. So I know it exists. It's Anderson Park that is an office park slash gangbanger hangout. So I'm rolling my eyes. They just play basketball. He doesn't do his gang activities there. It's where he gets his cardio in. Do you know? No, I just think that that's kind of what they implied, that there's basketball games, pick pick up games going on there. Pick up gangs and pick up girls. You're welcome. So uh, the detective William says that they have to try to get into C. Styles' mentality, which cracked me up. He starts talking, C. Styles. He won't talk about shooting this pregnant lady. He will not admit to that. But he suddenly admits that he killed this other gang member that the cop was not even asking him about, which is just, <laughs> yeah. Josh is like, why would he admit to that and not that? And the cop is trying to explain to Josh to see Styles it's okay to kill this other gang member, but not to kill this pregnant lady. And I'm like, Josh, do you know about the code? Everyone knows about there's a code. The honor code. There's yeah. a code. And I even know about the code. It's why in prison they beat up on rapists because there's a code. You just don't do certain things. They cannot seem to prosecute him for the crystal murder. They have all these people that saw someone that looks just like him running away that day, but they're all afraid to testify, except for the little girl who saw him running away and the sister who saw him the day before. There was a dude that was cooking breakfast and he saw something. He's too scared to talk. The women are totally the strong ones in this episode. This is a girl power episode. Girl power, yes. But unfortunately, there's no physical evidence or DNA. So they decide they really do not have enough to prosecute him and they have to wait. Sadly, Momo, the mom, dies six months after Crystal. She was sick already, but she died of a broken heart too, I think. And that was sad. That yeah. quote, whatever they said, they said they died of a broken heart yeah. that, and heart disease. Oh, oh, that was really sad. It shattered the family even more. They had just now been traumatized so much they could barely talk to each other because it just reminded them of all the sadness. C. Styles is convicted of the gang mur- or murder that he confessed to, and he gets life in prison, which is awesome. But the sisters are convinced that he didn't act alone, that someone put him up to shooting Crystal. The sisters think back and they remember that Crystal had been acting really off right before the murder. They go back and they remember her hanging up the phone and saying, if anything happens to me, it was Derek. Now, this was that one moment, give me one moment in time, that they wish that they could go back to and go, what are you talking about? Is this really serious? What's happening? And Josh tries to make them feel better and says, well, it sounds like you'd have to be a mind reader to know that this was a serious situation. And I was kind of like, really? If so- I'm not blaming the sisters, but if no. someone says, if something happens to me, it's so-and-so, that's serious. 
But also, you don't know the tone of voice she said it. She could have been like, man, if something happens to me, just remember, it's it's him. You know? I would and still be like, why is she trying to make a joke out of being murdered? Well, you, you'd you be a good sister. No, I'm not saying I would do anything about it, but I would remember. But if my sister said that to me, I would do what those sisters said, which is, oh, no, he's a jerk. Don't worry about it. Like, right. no, play it off to try to make that person feel better in the moment, which is exactly right. what they did. So Derek is doing really well in life. He's driving around in his convertible, his My Whip convertible. One day the sister sees him driving with the top down like he has no cares in the world. And then another day the detective sees him at the airport. And I was like, LA is huge. How is everyone running into this guy? That's what I thought. You and I have never run into each other. No, just randomly? No. No. Not not a one time. No. And everyone's seeing Derek. LAX? I couldn't even find you at LAX if we were supposed to meet each other. That's how crowded it is. Yeah, no, we'd have to be literally on the phone walking towards each other trying to find it. Yeah, LAX is like a city. But I think there was more forces at work here. And I think it was the sister thinking, I have to remember this guy's face. And another sister, when Crystal died, she felt like Crystal was no longer with her. I think there's definitely forces in the universe. Yeah, that are keeping this in the forefront. Yes. I agree. Yeah. So Detective Williams, the day of the murder, when he went to the park to look for Derek and he saw Derek, he now thinks he also saw C. Styles there. He didn't know who C. Styles was at that point. It wasn't until after when they were able to do the sketch and find out who he was. It's like, that's the guy I saw at the park, too. But he can't prove it to anyone that those two guys were together. That's all they need is to prove that those guys know each other. This was great. These two detectives, these L.A. sheriffs, happen to be at a prison, and they have some time to kill before their flight. And this one detective, Beth Smith, had always wanted to talk more to C. Styles because she had been involved in that case years before. And her partner is like, well, we have three hours to kill before the flight. Let's pull him out of lockup and let's talk to him. This is why I know I cannot be a detective because I am too lazy. Because if I had three hours to kill before a flight, I would go to the airport and I would get McDonald's and I would lay down on the terminal floor and watch TV on my iPad. I would not be like, let's go interview this gangbanger. Let's keep working. We have three hours more that we can work. I'm, I'm a bad person. You're not a bad person. You're, you're just not supposed to be a detective. <laughs> you can be a couch detective. But you can't be an in-the-field detective. You have to stay home on the computer. I'm so lazy. Would you go? Would you be that into the ca- for a case, an old case? Yeah, and I think you would be too. I think you'd get something in your claw and be like, I'm going to solve this. Okay, maybe I should become a detective. I'd be less lazy. Um, so they pull C. Styles out and they start to talk to him. He pretends he doesn't remember the pregnant lady or getting arrested for it. He has no recollection of this. The guy detective steps in and he's like, well, you're probably in danger here because everyone hates you. Maybe we can move you to a better prison where you won't be so in danger for your gangbanging activities. That gets him to talk. And he says he met Derek playing basketball and Derek was complaining about Crystal wanting child support for the baby. And Styles said he would kill her, but not for money, just so Derek would owe him a favor. Josh is so shocked. He's like, we all thought you had to pay money for a hit. We've even discussed on this podcast the varying rates of hitmen, how they seem to vary 10 grand for Michael, the guy on the bike, to... There was one episode that was 200 grand. That then got cut down to 20 grand. Yeah, it was ridiculous. No, there was a deposit of 20 grand. It was cut down to 100 grand. No, it was a deposit of 5 grand for 200 grand. It was Kelly, right? Yes. Yeah, it was Kelly and Ira. I don't understand. This is now they're just trading in favors, basically. This just sounds like the mafia, right? So maybe this is what gang members do too, just like the mafia. But I feel like you need something specific in writing, or else I owe you one could be like 
I'll go pick you up Taco Bell one day. I owe you one. You're done. And he's like, no, I meant you'd protect me if I was in danger. You would kill someone for my children. Like that. It not like I'll get your car wash for you. That could be a favor. But how is this guy also? How does he keep an eye on Derek all the time? Derek could move to Salt Lake City. Right. And also, what powers does Derek have to look after him? He's not in a gang that we know of. And he has a very recognizable car. Yeah, he's not sly or sleuthy. So the case wasn't cold anymore now. This is their big break. All because those detectives used their three hours wisely and didn't just go get McDonald's like me. They are able to arrest Derek. And now the sisters are back on the job. They're Cagney and Lacey. One of them has a notebook and she's really excited about writing in this notebook. I love them. They're adorable. So C. Styles also admits that he had seen the sister the day before when she saw him and they had that conversation. He thought that she might be Crystal and he almost killed her. He does not seem like a very good hitman because he almost killed the wrong sister. That's not accuracy. I would never hire him again. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Now we meet Derek's sister, Danielle. I have so many feelings about Danielle. Did you have feelings about Danielle? No. What did you have feelings about? I hated her. What? Yeah. And I was not alone. Everyone on Twitter hated her. Because she was too earnest? She was very earnest. She was too earnest, but in a f- overzealous fake way. You thought she was fake. Okay, I can see the phony a little bit. It was also, a much. all she talked about was that they grew up in this perfect family where they played sports. It was like the Cosby show. Perfect family. Their parents supported them with their sports teams. They played all these different kinds of sports. Yeah, their parents bit. would never let them hang out with gangbangers or such nonsense, she says, because they played a million sports. They love sports. They both were into sports. I yes. need her to stop. Because playing sports growing up is great, but it doesn't mean that you can't become a murderer or hang out with gangbangers when you're 30 years old. That's 100% correct. Those two things are not related. Look at the murderers and the wife beaters in the NBA and the NFL. They all played sports growing up. That's true. And I do think it's great for people to play sports growing up, but it doesn't mean their families are perfect families too. No. Also, proof is look at all of the datelines that feature soccer moms, either as the victims of murder by their husbands, or they are the ones orchestrating the murders of their husbands. This is true. So Danielle just really needed to stop talking. Also, she thinks her brother is perfect. He is a golden god. Yeah, she she really does look up to her brother. It was too much. Then she admits that he did get his girlfriend pregnant in high school and had to drop out. Not so perfect. But he worked so hard. He got a job and supported the kids. And even though he wasn't a full-time dad, he was still involved in their lives. And he would never put a hit out on a girl over an unplanned pregnancy. She's still just like sugarcoating the whole thing about how perfect her brother is. So if you had family in denial on your bingo card, you can mark that off. Because she is it. The DA says again that there's no, not enough evidence, so they have to release Derek. And I don't know how C. Styles would come up with Derek's name out of nowhere if he didn't know Derek. You know? Mm. It just doesn't make sense. It's, well, we didn't, I feel like we didn't see enough of the interview to see if they led him to it or not. Right, that's true. So then this is when we get what Dateline thinks is the OMG moment, the big twist, I think. Tracy, who's the mom of Derek's two kids, was attacked when she was pregnant with her first baby. Derek had called her and said, I want to take you to the doctor, which he had never done before, and said, meet me out in the back of your building, which he had not done before. She goes out to the alley and she's attacked. A man cuts her neck with a knife. Really just weird. But she continues on with Derek, gets pregnant a second time with him. And this time she's walking and she's assaulted by another guy and she's kicked in the stomach. And this is when I think she starts to believe that Derek might be behind both of the attacks. He had not wanted her to keep those babies. And now she's getting attacked while she's pregnant. Now she's the high school baby mama, correct? Yes. And she got pregnant the second time from Derek 10 years later. Was it 10 years later? It's like 10 years later. It's 17 to 27. Yeah. 
those two kids are that far apart? I think they are. That's weird. I could understand her being stupid enough to stay with him and then get pregnant again if it was right after. This is Because then point. she wouldn't be thinking about it. Maybe it wouldn't hit her. But you have 10 Correct. years to... That's weird. To understand that he's kind of a moron and that he's not a good dad. Right. Also, if she really believes this now, she's been letting her kids spend time with him this whole time. Yeah. And these are the kids that he wanted aborted so badly that he tried to have her killed while she was right. carrying them. Now, yeah. presumably, she assumes he seems to like them now, okay? He's probably not going to kill these grown children that are, you know, now that, now that they're out of the womb, he's not going to kill them. But if that's a conversation you were having with yourself in your head, trying to rationalize, well, I yeah. know he wanted to kill him when they were fetuses, but he wouldn't want to kill him now that they're out. That's a conversation you should not be having in your head. Right. That's not a good sign. So then we find out that Derek did have a record and had scammed money from the bank, like $80,000. And I want to know what his sister, who thinks that he is perfect, has to say about that. Yeah, but, notice they didn't give us that. Uh-huh, because all she probably would do would talk about how they played sports growing up, and so he couldn't <laughs> have robbed a bank. Because people who play a lot of sports don't rob banks. So... I hate, but he I can run the mile in four minutes. Yeah, yeah. so he totally didn't. And <laughs> okay. we played several sports, like different sports. We had different teams. Through Team junior year, we didn't have any follow through, so we couldn't finish it through to senior year. But through <laughs> junior year. <laughs> because he got that girl pregnant. But then he had a baby. Okay, so C. Styles says that he saw a woman in the back of Detective Wilson's car that day at the park. This is where everyone's vision like really impressed me because I would never be able to look into the backseat of someone's car and notice the expressions on someone in the backseat. But he says it out of nowhere. There was a woman in the backseat when I saw you at the park and she was totally distraught. I don't believe he said totally distraught because I can't picture C. Styles saying totally distraught. But yeah. she was totally distraught because she had just found out that Crystal was killed. Then they're like, oh, there was that woman in the backseat. Why have we never asked her before to see mm -hmm. if she saw C. Styles? And from the backseat of the car, she's totally able to ID C. Styles out of a lineup that he was the one hanging out with Derek at the park that day. Which again, that vision is incredible. I could not have done it. Yeah. And I would not have remembered. I wouldn't have remembered. I was distraught. I wouldn't have remembered. It was yeah. 10 years ago. And but I'm sure they destroyed her, right, on the stand with actually with that. I don't think they showed it to us. But she picked out his picture. True. Oh, that's true. Okay. It's not like they've showed her one picture and she's like, that's the guy. Oh, that's right. I'm no, assuming they showed, they showed multiple pictures. Yeah, you're right. And they she probably, was yeah. like, that's the guy. That's true. Um, I would not have been able to do it. Yeah. So now they ha feel like they finally have enough to go to trial. They still don't have DNA or anything, but they have, you know, these witnesses. So C. Styles takes the stand. They show the video where he's confessing to everything and they assume he's going to back it all up. But instead he totally flips and says he was lying just to get a deal to get moved to a better prison or something. He does not stick to his word. I thought you were a man of honor, C. Styles. No, apparently not. I thought prison you had a code. <laughs> yeah, I thought you had a code. What about the code? So the jury is deadlocked for 21 days. Yeah. I think they just really liked the food and didn't want to go back to work. Because I saw The Office and they Toby loved being away from The Office and on that Scranton Stranglers trial. So I think that that's what was going on. They do the second trial. This time the ladies, all the ladies across the board go hardcore against Derek. Tracy takes the stand, the baby mama, and she talks about the two attacks. She's like doing really good. But then the defense is kind of like grills her about lying and she kind of loses it a little and loses some of her credibility. <laughs> She's very feisty. I don't know if I've lied. Have I ever lied? Yeah, I've lied. We've all lied. You've lied to people. You lied? She's like totally <laughs> accuses him. She's like, the judge lies. We all lie at sometimes. You know, <laughs> she's very sassy. She's, if only they could have just had her do the first part of the trial where she talks about the attacks. If only she didn't have to be cross-examined. Because <laughs> I felt like they could have prepared her more to not be so defensive. She did not come up. She did not she come up well. She did not well. do well under scrutiny. No. No. 
No, and if they had practiced, and it would have been painful practicing because they would have been like, what's your name? And she'd be like, you know my name. I already told you my name. And they'd be like, Tracy, we've discussed this. They're going <laughs> to ask you questions. Tracy you're was a problem. just going to need to calm down, okay? Because you're not helping us when you act like that. Then Derek's daughter takes the stand. And that is sad, but also awesome. Because it's cold. Yeah. She says... That he does not seem like he even wants to be a dad. Wait, only in the second trial she takes the stand, right? Yes, yes. So she says he is ill-tempered, and whenever he's a good dad, it's only for show, just when people are around, and then when people aren't there, he lets his true colors shine, and you can tell he does not even like them. It was cold. Then the sister, uh, Crystal's sister, testifies about seeing c styles at the apartment then that little girl who's now grown up she talks about seeing him run away after the shots then the detective wilson he testifies about seeing him at the park and then jana the girl in the back seat she talks about seeing c styles at the park jana also brings up some new information which is that crystal was scared to tell derek that she was pregnant so she asked jana to tell him in an email i mean i could see one of the teen moms doing that you tell him like pass him a note in class tell him i'm pregnant because i can't do it but crystal's a grown woman now who already has a child of her own he must be really scary derek that she didn't want well, to talk to And him. also they'd only been, remember it was a fling, they'd only been together a couple of months. Yeah, but if you're going to bring a child into this world, you have to be mature enough to at least tell the person that you were having the child without having your friend do it for her. Mm-hmm. But I think she was, and I'm assuming it's because how, how awful he was that made her not want to do it. I'm going to give her the benefit of the doubt and say it was probably because he was a jerk. Yeah. But I'm not going to ever have you email someone and say, BT dubs, Kimberly's pregnant. <laughs> Write me back <laughs> so we can talk about it. K-I-T. <laughs> Don't ever change. <laughs> XOXO, Katie. Yeah. <laughs> In an email from a friend, you tell him. I can't tell him. You tell him. It's just so strange to me, right? Yeah, it really is. Um, so Jana says he wrote back that he didn't want her to have the baby. Which we all knew that he did not want to have this baby. Then this killed me. This was my very, just, it killed me. They, to prove that Derek indeed played basketball and would be maybe perhaps play at the park where he could have met C Styles, they show a picture of him in his high school basketball uniform as an exhibit, like a full on exhibit. Three A B whatever they're lettered I guess Exhibit D is him in his what Okay so two things not all basketball players that are in high school later play at parks when they are grown up True. and not all people who play pickup games at the park were on their high school basketball teams It doesn't seem like a good correlation We no. did not need to see the picture of him on the high school team to assume that he would maybe play later. Anybody plays basketball sometimes, even if you didn't ever play on a team team. or don't really know how to play. You kind of know that you dribble a ball, right? Yes, It's not brain surgery. Yes. If people were playing at a game, at a party, I might shoot the ball. If we had to play, we could play, right. And I auditioned for the high school team, and I just said audition. audition. I hear it. I heard it as I said it. I said auditioned. I tried out for the high school basketball team, and I was told that I was too short. And I tried out for the volleyball team, and, and I'm a very it? tall person, and I was the first person cut because I couldn't do one push-up. <gasps> and all summer, i was been practicing volleyball, and I But not push-ups. Over and I looked over and I saw the list of make it and cut on the little note that the coach had. And I was the first and only name on the cut <gasps> list. Oh, that is... Oh, God. So, it's fine. It's so I'm sad. super well adjusted, so it's okay. <laughs> I'm totally, totally over it now. It's I'm not totally bitter fine. at all. I don't remember it or think about it. I'm not Tracy. I'm not bitter. You're lying. 
You're lying. You're not over it. You're not over <laughs> basketball. You were told you were too short, literally. They said, sorry, you're too short. She said, I don't feel like your skills or versatility are enough to compensate for your lack of height. Basically, you aren't good enough that we could use you despite your height. Would you like to bring oranges to practice? Yeah. Like you're that person. <laughs> Towel you have to manager. Carry, you have to carry yes. the Gatorade tub. Yeah. You're fine for that. Yeah. Okay, at least we're both in the same boat. But we yeah. did give away a little bit what we look like. Oh, it's I'm very, okay. sh- yeah, I'm very short. I think I'm, yeah. I'm assuming I've mentioned it before. And I'm very tall. So yeah. now you guys know that it is very funny. <laughs> but the pictures that I am posting are very accurate, and I am sorry, Cynthia, that they're making you so upset. Who, since Cindy, uh, or sorry, not Cynthia, Cindy did go, she doesn't have Facebook, she logged on her husband's Facebook account, because we had told them that we're doing our Meet the Host Friday, and she logged on specifically to see us, <laughs> and left a rather angry comment <laughs> under the photo of Peggy and Bobby Hill saying, this is a ruse. There's only one word for this, diabolical. (laughs) Cindy. Cindy, I am sorry. I am sorry. We will eventually post something that reveals us. Will we? We're giving hints. There's there's a hint in every photo. (laughs) Each photo means something. There is a meaning, a deep meaning. See if you could uncover it. Be your own detective. Yes. Be your own best detective. Yes. Solve a murder. Solve the mystery. It's like a a game of Clue. Okay. I like it. But no one dies yet. Yeah. Maybe. Not yet. So. I haven't been married a year yet. We don't know. Yeah. Um, So the defense tries to discredit everybody. So then Derek takes the stand and he talks about how he's a good dad. He's basically calling his daughter a liar and how he's a great guy, but he never played basketball in that park. So he wouldn't have met C-Money. And I'm so grateful that he didn't mention C-Styles. C-Styles. Sorry. Um, I do know a C-Money. It's just I can't get it out of my head. Sorry, It's hard. So I'm really grateful to Derek that he doesn't mention that he played sports growing up and that's why he couldn't have done it. So or they didn't show us. Yeah, if he they did. It felt like it was redundant. At that I feel point. like maybe his sister was in the courtroom like giving him the thumbs up like say the thing now. And then he's like also I played a lot of sports growing up and that's why I'm not a murderer. And she's like good job. Can <laughs> you on from the I can't. So the prosecutor is awesome, right? And she nails him. She gets him to admit that he told Crystal to get an abortion. Not technically, but he basically did. He keeps trying to say, I didn't, in those words, say get an abortion. And she's like, you told her. And he's like, yeah, basically. Indirectly. He yeah. said, I would really like to not have this baby. Can you do something about it? <laughs> yeah. It seems pretty clear to me. Yeah. Um, she gets him to admit that he never called the family or sent flowers after Crystal died, which is pretty cold. He keeps trying to make jokes and interject these little comments like he knows the law. If someone makes an objection, he'll say what the objection is for and then laughs. He thinks he's being really charming. And I could not. Yeah. And the prosecutor can't either. She's like, which one is the lawyer here? Judge, that's, that's who what is he the was lawyer? Doing. When she did something, he goes, "Well, that's a compound or yeah. whatever." He looks, yeah. and then he he covers his he mouth. He covered with his, his mouth. Hand. He fully covered his mouth, like and like oops, Snickers, like oops. oops I'm I so get, smart. I'm so shouldn't be interjecting. I'm sorry. You're going I just to prison. Can't help myself. If I was, if you were a juror, and if I was a juror, I'd be like guilty. You're the just, thing is, is that sort of his charm has apparently worked for him in his life. But with so he is with ladies, so he's assuming it's going to work on the jury, but it's not, it doesn't. They find him guilty, so it totally didn't work. Um, yeah, so he's in jail. Um, Crystal's family is now tight again, like they were before, and they're really want something good to come out of this. So they're like, if you are with someone who makes you scared, do something, if you, you know, see something, say something. And that was great. So did I miss anything? Do you have any guaca moments? I do have an outside moment that I thought was kind of interesting. So he was only charged with second degree murder for Crystal. Oh. It was only second degree, but he got first degree for the baby. Ooh. Because they said the premeditation was to kill the baby. Oh. That's where the pre... Isn't that weird? I thought that was bizarre. I mean, he had a bunch of other charges too, like conspiracy and and stuff like that. But I was like, wow. Interesting. Yeah. 
Oh, I did want to say I really liked the way that they described Crystal. They said she wasn't flashy. She they, they described her in a very real way, I felt like, at the beginning, that she was uh-huh. into romantic comedies and, you know, she she would watch movies over and over again. I felt like they made her really relatable in that uh-huh. way. Like, we would be friends with her, yeah. you know? And yeah. she was looking for that kind of love that was in a romantic comedy. And the, the movies they named were, like, Hope Floats. And, like, those yeah. really, you know, that's a real rom-com. I don't and know then, if I would be friends with someone who watches Hope Floats a lot. I watched Hope Floats. I was having a bad summer, and I watched it a bunch. It happens. <laughs> I've happens never the seen The Notebook. Us. I haven't either. I'm not into it. But uh, I can't say it on air. Why? But. You don't like Ryan Gosling. I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't, not, I don't quite get the appeal either. I don't think he's that great. Okay, maybe we can put leave that in. Um, also, Beach Boys grew up in Hawthorne. What? Do you what? want to talk about that? Did I you, do. Did you yeah, mark I'll, that down? I'll jump ahead to okay. my quote. One of my quotes of the week, which okay. was all of the shade that that <laughs> Josh and the episode threw at Hawthorne because did they? The, yes, they say it is six square miles. None of it especially glamorous. That was first. That was shade number one. Shade number two was the Beach Boys grew up there and quickly left. <laughs> I missed that ha- yes. last half of it. Two massive digs at Hawthorne. That's horrible. Yeah. So what but, was it? It was a, not a statue, but the side of a wall kind of was like engraved to the Beach Boys? Was that what they were showing yeah. really fast? Yeah, they had like a plaque to the Beach yeah. Boys. But also, Hawthorne isn't that bad. You know it's not, right? I don't know. The only thing I know now is that the Beach Boys left quickly. No, but it irritated And they're gangbangers. Because the Beach Boys grew up in Hawthorne, and Hawthorne is not on the beach. Let's make that really clear. Hawthorne is inland in yeah. Los Angeles. It would take you an hour to get to the beach in L.A. traffic from Hawthorne. Well, but then they left... And then they went to the beach. And that's where they who go. They, I don't know. Beach? Well, I don't know where their music was mostly Venice. I don't know. Yeah, if you're a Beach Boys fan, let us know because I'm curious where they were driving to yeah. from Hawthorne. Um, no, but, but they left. No, I understand, but they probably grew up surfing. So they did go to the beach, oh. right? They are the beach. They're not the beach men. I don't know. I kind of feel boys. like they were inland boys until they left and then they became beach boys. They embraced beach culture once they moved out. But anyway, Hawthorne, in my opinion, is not bad. Okay. Classic Dateline moment. I would like to say that Derek's sister's B-roll was not coffee, but it was a glass of water. She was sipping super significantly. Like it meant everything that she had trained for this moment. She significantly takes the sip of water and then she looks off to the side. With all this intensity, she's watching, I don't know. Then she had another B-roll moment, which we might need to put on the bingo cards, which is flipping longingly through photo albums. It's not on the bingo card? Uh Uh-uh. Oh, yeah, we need that on the card. Okay, of course. Lots of, so she was just dramatically looking at photo albums, then occasionally picking up a picture, smiling at it, putting it down. Good Lord. Yeah, it was a lot with her. Did you have any classic Dateline moments? Yeah, the B-roll that I caught, they kept showing the one of the witnesses to the sound of the and the running was the guy that wouldn't come forward, right? The guy who was feeding his son breakfast or whatever. Yes, yes. And every time they said breakfast, they flashed to this table <laughs> with orange juice yes. and, and maybe a bowl of cereal. But yeah, it was orange cereal. Juice, but it was also orange juice in a pitcher. No, no parents doing that. No parent no. is pouring the orange juice from the carton <laughs> into the pitcher to serve their five-year-old. Maybe it's fresh squeezed. Orange they made it. It's no one's doing it was, that. This it is was a Malibu. That no fake one's B-roll. Doing it. Yeah. It was this really is what intense. breakfast looks like. Right, and I it just but they kept showing it every time. Literally, the word breakfast. Every time breakfast came, it was like orange juice. It's just <laughs> I felt like it was almost a subliminal message from. From orange growers, your OJ. <laughs> it was a lot, but that's that was my that was my one. I had a couple more quotes. Oh, what'd you have? Um, it's all about karma, either this life or the next. Man, and they then, played that heavy. Then and then Josh goes, "It turned out to be this one," and then they bring it up again. Yeah, they redo it, and he's like, "I'm ho- I'm guessing you were hoping it's this life." <laughs> 
Yeah. yeah. They they used that quote like three times. Well, because they um, did it before commercial break, then yeah. they redid it after commercial break, and then we got it again later. Uh-huh. It was like, all right, karma. Yeah, we get, we get it. it. Yeah. Um, the one guy, I think it, it was either the DA or one of those cops, says snitches get stitches. And I was happy because I just sold a stitch, snitches get stitches cross stitch on Etsy. And oh. it was one of my titles last week. It was one You're of right. my alternate titles. So everything is coming up snitches for me. That's crazy. I know. And then the best quote, I think, of the week for me would um, be the sassy lawyer lady who said he was trying when he said I was trying to be responsible. And she says, wouldn't responsible to be put on a condom, sir. There you go. Come Nailed on. Nailed it. And she added the sir at the end. I yeah. loved her. Yeah, those were. She was great. What about Precious Moments? Oh, Precious Moments was definitely the reaction to her death, to Crystal's death. They described in kind of a lot of detail the mom wailing on the phone and she's sick on her deathbed and finding out her daughter died. That to me was a lot. And then Javante just sort of crossing his arms and leaning back and wailing. It's just, they gave you some real strong visuals on how much these people loved yeah. Crystal. And it, oh, that was a lot, Dateline. That was Also, one, when one of the sisters, the one on the left is talking about it, she really just can't even talk about it. She's kind of right. like, I said, you know, they said she was dead and I, she stops. It's like she doesn't even have to explain because yeah. it was just too much. Um my precious moments was, even though I hated her, was the sister Danielle talking about how after the verdict, the other, crystal sister, Michelle, came up and hugged her and that said, I'm sorry. One. And it, I had already liked Michelle. I loved Michelle. But it made me like Derek's sister more than I did before because she appreciated how big of a gesture that was. And how that family was really a good-hearted family. Just, I lost a sister, you lost a brother, like, sister to sister. It was like that feeling. Yeah, but let's be real with Danielle, is she did not lose her brother. She can still visit her brother. She can. And they cannot visit Crystal. So, Crystal had kids that she actually liked, and he didn't seem to have kids that he liked. So, MVP of the week. did you not pick up that the daughter said that he was monstrous? Is that not one of your quotes? Oh, no. Yeah, you're right. She said, he would be very kind and such and such to your face, and then he would go back to his monstrous ways. (laughs) Did you miss that? I know I did. That was really funny. It was really good. She used a million dollar word, and I I was like, that's big accusation. Monstrous. Monstrous. I love it. It's so dramatic. She's like in an Agatha Christie novel. That man is monstrous. Did you have an MVP of the week? Um, I think my MVP is going to be Michelle, Monica, and Tia. It's going to yeah. be the sisters. Did, were they yours? Oh, yeah. Okay. 100%. I mean, yeah. I had more. I actually liked a lot of people. But for sure, I loved yeah. I loved her family. Also, the really detective Beth Smith. Yes. She was kind of – we didn't hear from her. We never got to meet her. But she's the one who really solved it by yeah. – saying she needed to interview him and then her partner who had nothing to do with the case but helped her out and jumped in and convinced c C styles to talk Mm -hmm. that was really cool i liked that i liked both of them um and the sisters for sure because they're the ones who passed that picture around figured out it was c styles and also they were just awesome people who is your loser mine obviously is danielle because of the sports talk (laughs) Sports, 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 sports. I can't. I get that you guys played sports. That Um, doesn't make your family better than mine. This guy was a total idiot. And I I have to say this episode is the best example. Use protection. Oh, my God. Yes. Use. He doesn't want a baby so bad. Yeah. The level that he would rather have sex without a condom is greater. Wait till we get to Twitter. People are furious. Oh, good. Okay. And that yeah. makes me happy. Did you have any alternative theories? Um, Derek's sister. I feel <laughs> like she loved her brother maybe a little too much, as oftentimes Dateline sisters do. They played sports growing up. This Maybe this girl was going to take him away and not let their kids play sports. Maybe she was like, I'm not going to let this baby play sports. And that is unacceptable to Danielle. Danielle's like, all children must play sports. 
on various teams. So she was like, I have to do something about this murder time. That was that was my only thought. Did, wait, did you have any fashion police at all in None. this episode? No. I had I had one thing that all three that Dino, Kenneth, and De- and Derek, so the three suspects, the three yeah. male suspects, baby daddy, current boyfriend, and Fling. Did they not all have the exact same facial hair in the photos? Oh, Every yes. single one of them had yes. the sort of skinny toilet seat around the mouth. And Ew. like the little, sorry, that's what, I don't know what else to call it. And then they, you know, the little, it's like yeah, a scrooge. but didn't the detective have that too? No, the detective only had a mustache. He did oh, not okay. have any hair okay. on the chin. So that's okay. why I thought, I thought the detective was super debonair. He had a great I fitting, like detective. slim cut suit. Yeah, I, yeah, I like, loved him. Ooh. But the three guys, I mean, Crystal had a type. That's all I'm going to say. She oh. liked that facial hair. And they all had bald heads. Yes, yeah. And then you didn't, but you also didn't notice how stylish C Styles was in court with the white shirt and the eyeglasses. Oh, yeah. Someone on Twitter was like, why did they put him in eyeglasses to make him look more nerdy and less gangbangery? They did. He looked like a, he looked super stylish. He looked like a rapper. I'm not kidding. He looked straight out of like top shop rap, rap styles. Really? That's what pretty much, yeah. It hmm. was, I was like, what? Is that C Styles? C Stylish? Oh. <laughs> But wasn't he already in prison at that time? He was. That's why I was confused why he looked so good in court. Wow. I was really confused by the whole thing. And then everyone in this episode just had killer eyewear. I was like, everyone's just blowing all their money on Prada glasses frames. um, The prosecutor, she had great eyelight. Yes. So did Detective Robbie Williams. Great glasses. They all had great glasses. Yeah. This whole episode is sponsored by not Lens Crafter, (laughs) somewhere cooler. LA Eyeworks. Okay, great. There you go. That's a cool. That's a cool glasses place in L.A. I don't know it because I'm not cool. Um, I go to I go to Lenscrafter. So, what alternative titles? Um, a complex case in an apartment complex. I kind of like it. Ah, thanks. Um, C Styles mentality because I think it should be the name of a band or something. That I just like the way it flows off the tongue. C Styles mentality. I'm gonna start calling you K Styles. Okay, because if I have so little style, that that's why it works. <laughs> it's just sad. It's ironic. It works better. Um, wouldn't responsible be putting on a condom, sir? Just that. that. That's my title. That's good. Stop talking about sports. And then I was playing around with the park, like a walk in the park, barefoot in the park, something about a park. I wanted. I got a park one. Okay, good. Um, the number one dis- sisters detective agency. Which is a play on that TV show, The Number One Ladies Detective Agency. Perfect. My cool wh- whip. And sisters are doing it for themselves. Yay! Yay! Okay, That's go. Good. What do you have? Um, I went along mostly like you. I did sister, sister. Sister, oh. sister. Yeah. And then I did no glove, no love. Yes. Thank you. It's important. And then I did... Baby murder brought to you by Minute Maid. Oh, God. <laughs> because there was so much orange juice. <laughs> and then I did Monstrous brought to you by Big Five. <laughs> and I did At the Park and Die. Oh, oh, instead of Park and Ride. Okay. And then I did Eminem Candy Coated Detectives because it was Monica and Michelle. Oh, that's cute. So it's stupid. And then yeah, I came up it with. It's dumb. I came up with a few extra license plates for him that would be better instead Please. of cool whip or yeah. my whip would be bad dad one. <laughs> and then I had um, now I just added karma and then I did yes. bareback but with no A or C just bareback. Oh my God. Yep. And then I did C sports. <laughs> so it's. We got the sports in there, just in case people were wondering if he played sports. Sea sports instead of sea styles. But did he play then, sports growing up? I yeah, he did. That. So oh, I put really? that just so he can have it on his license plate so people oh, know. Cool. I and know. then I did what kid? <laughs> what? So those would all be better license plates yes, for him. So Then my whip. Then my yes. whip. Thank yeah. you. All right. Thank you. I'm ready. Okay. Lay on Twitter. Okay. Dabuni 2. Here we go, Dateline. Who, what, when, why, and W-T actual F, which is the new slogan for Dateline, I think. That's great. Um, Moonlight stars 
Um, no, Danielle, your loss cannot be compared to the loss of Crystal's family. Sit your ass down and put some money in your bro's commissary. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. Um, Moonlight Stars, Danielle talks like she's in an episode of Days of Our Lives. She does. She was really, it was, it was a lot. Uh, Shira R. Bethia, why do I want him and his sister behind bars? Oh, jeez. I'm not the only one. Um, Green Eye Girl 71. My brother has like nine kids, but instead of murder, he just doesn't work to avoid child support. Wow. There you go. Um, Nikki Rojo for life. Wouldn't responsible be putting on a condom, sir? Derek, you know better than to go up against a black auntie. Oh, that's Um, awesome. Wow. About uh, Tracy, lovely JCM. I like the baby mama. She's snappy. Be specific, sir. (laughs) That was when she was like, which lie? Am I lying? You have to be specific. Who are you talking? You're lying. Wow. Um, MK Gallagher 9. I love, but I'm also confused that the courtroom has a finding Dory tissue box. Okay, several people pointed out they thought it was Finding Nemo. I don't know which one it was, but apparently the tissue box was full on Finding Nemo or Dory. That's hilarious. And I didn't notice. I'm real. I'm gonna go back. So I'm picturing like it's either the person who buys the office supplies for the courtroom. They were out of plain Kleenex boxes, and so they had to buy those. Or the stenographer is a mom and had an extra box in her purse and put them on and the judge looks at it and rolls his eyes like this is not appropriate for my courtroom yeah she won't be back yeah yeah. (laughs) (laughs) we what are we freaking disney up in here this is a courtroom of law we're talking about murder and you (laughs) makes a note in his phone we won't be using amber again (laughs) (laughs) poor amber (laughs) chevy chevelle gosh they love saying c styles was somebody put the picture from um, Pulp Fiction of Samuel L. Jackson shoot with the gun where he's like, say that one more time. But it's like, say C-Styles one more time. That's People really People were just really sick of hearing C-Styles. Nikki Rojo for life. If Derek wanted to use his joystick freely, he should have disabled the wires. Ooh. Smart. Yep. Very right? smart. Why doesn't he just go get a vasectomy? Uh-huh. Jeez. Yep. 7-7 Marisol, like, who just casually brings gangbangers home for dinner? <laughs> that was a really good point. Because at, why is the sister assuming that just because he never brought gangbangers around the house, he never was friends with them? Like, she wasn't with him all the time. Yeah, she doesn't know. She yeah. And he's also 30 now. But his parents said not no gangbangers. So he really... All teenagers just listen to their parents. Oh, absolutely. Um, Lady Vava 76. Mom, this is my friend C Styles. He's a crip. (laughs) (laughs) Which is how you would introduce a gangbanger if you brought him home for dinner. That's really good. Uh, Katrina 3511. Honestly, I avoid men named Derek. Something's wrong with them. (laughs) (gasps) That's what she's just totally just just done. done. Yeah. I couldn't think of a Derek that I knew. I know Derek, but he's a good guy. Okay, so you're not over him. No, I'm not. T. Probus, I bet Crystal's sisters could find that missing Malaysian Airlines plane. Oh. Um, Jack Spra, I heartily approve of all the bald men on Dateline tonight. See? Someone else was like, how many bald men are there? So we A had lot. So the three guys. Three guys. I think um, the detective. The detective. Mm-hmm. And then wh- what about the two white detectives, the one detective and then the DA? Were they both bald? No, but C. Styles was bald after prison. He okay. didn't have any hair anymore. Okay. Yeah. By the way, they do say C. Styles' real name. His yeah, name it's is Skyler. Skyler. Yeah. So why they keep calling him C. Styles after they introduce his real name is really the question. Yes. So that was a choice that Dateline made. They to wanted continue to go by his gang name. Just I saying. think they are trying to inspire drinking games, and they're like. People might start a drinking game and they'll drink every time Josh has to say C-Styles. Or gangbanger. Or gangbanger. But I feel like Josh kind of liked it because he's cool. So I feel like he kind of felt like he was cool. Last one, Nikki Rojo for life again. Wow, she was all up in this Twitter. Me, obviously Derek missed his parents' memo on fornication. Mom, 
as did you, honey. Don't throw that stone. <laughs> what? So, so her mom wins the shade for the night, I think. Yes, I think so. Yeah, for sure. Good job, uh, mom. My brother told me about this um, subscription game that you can give to someone. It's yeah. a murder serial yeah. killer yeah. box. You've heard of this. I have. Should we try it? I was thinking I'm about scared. getting it. Maybe we could do it together. It looks really scary. Do you think we're smart enough? Oh, man. Is it going to be depressing? I think it might be depressing because I think it is really hard. And Let's each month they send you a, a serial killing thing that you have to solve. We've done escape rooms. We can that, do it. We're doing it. We're going to try it. And, and that's going to be... We're going to feel really en- dumb. We'll update our progress. Yeah. So follow us on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook. And subscribe and leave us a review on iTunes. Um, don't watch alone. Watch with a gangbanger. Oh, boy. Watch, watch with, with a, C-Styles. Watch with a bowl of Cool Whip. Oh, my God. Sorry, no. I had to do it. No, the best. That made my mic fall over because I hated I know, it so much. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody.